Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Money and me on your money. Only on Money FM 89.3. I'm Michelle Martin. Have you wanted to invest in Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies, but maybe found the process a little intimidating or overwhelming? You hear of different wallets there are out there and you're wondering, do I have to be a cryptocurrency black belt to decipher between which wallet would be best for me? Well, the people behind EZSY, Easy. They want to make the buying and selling of Bitcoins accessible for everyone. So maybe you've thought of stuffing an Ong Bao with a Bitcoin. Well, Easy even allows for the gifting of an Easy Bitcoin card. You can give someone their first Bitcoin. The platform also allows for the conversion of up to 10 currencies. And we're going to find out what their rates are like. Joining us, Douglas Gan, founder, chairman and CEO of Easy. Good morning, Douglas. How are you? Good morning, Michelle. I'm great. How are you? Uh, good. So tell us first up, is Easy pretty young as a service? Yeah, we just started four months ago. Four months ago. All right. So why and how did Easy come to be? I know the um, co-founder, Vanessa Ko, is earned her first million with cryptocurrencies. Tell us how uh, Easy came to be. Oh, so um, I started in 2013 investing in uh, Bitcoin and then we encountered the first Mt. Gox event. Um, because in Asia back then, when you were buying bitcoins, you got to liquidate it to uh, the states, uh, and Mongox was one of the bigger uh, suppliers back then. So there was the case. I'm not sure if you heard about it. There was a hacker that hacked over 200 million from Mongox. Oh yes. So yeah, 2014, the the court ruled that you know, um, that the bitcoins can never be recovered. So then um, the founder of the exchange that uh, I invested my bitcoin in actually committed suicide. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So so that was my first encounter with bitcoin. And then subsequently, in 2017, we did two ICOs. Mm-hmm. Um, so post that, you know, um, Bitcoin has been uh, very, 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 very lucrative. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the the person you first invested in Bitcoin was doing dealings with Tokyo-based Mt. Gox. Is that it? Yeah, that, that was the first time um, I had my investment in Bitcoin. 2013. Okay. Yeah. And then and then you start, um, you know, easy. And, and how did that come to be? How You know, it's a pretty crowded marketplace, right? Um, Bitcoin wallets? Yeah, that's right. So, you know, post that, post that event, right? Um, I've always been thinking, why is it so difficult for consumers to buy Bitcoin, right? Mm. Um, and it's so tough. I mean, if you use your credit card, it's almost 5% charge. Uh, it's very, very expensive. And there's a limited amount. So you can't buy like, um, fifty thousand, hundred thousand, or even like a million dollars worth of Bitcoin immediately. Right. Um, so we set out to build out easy mm-hmm. uh, with proper KYC, proper onboarding uh, processes, um, and then we enable our customers to very easily uh, purchase their Bitcoin using Sing dollars, USD, and any other currencies uh, in our app. Okay, so it's one of the best performing assets globally over the past decade, Bitcoin, really. Um, but people still wonder, you know, the everyday, every man trader, how do I know that I'm not going to lose my hard-earned money if I put it in your wallet? Exactly. So if you read, a, read on the news, there was this recent guy, right, mm. um, who's, who's a con with a couple of hundred million, with 70 over police reports. And then, you know, there's also a couple of other incidents where uh, scams um, were very prevalent. Yep. Uh, yeah, so easy is trying to make sure that everyone can trade and buy Bitcoins in a very safe um, environment. So they can transfer anything to the company straight, not to some dodgy account. They get their Bitcoin straight to their wallet, which they can transfer to anywhere else, and then um, to their co-wallet maybe. Mm-hmm. And then 
yeah, so it's it's safe and protected environment. Okay, so this is interesting. So, so let's say I buy some ether from you. Um, I can transfer that our Ethereum into my own wallet. Yes, that's right. Is there a fee involved in that? <clears throat> Just the gas fee. The what fee? Sorry. The the gas fee. So the transfer fee on the chain. Okay, okay. So there is a fee, but I can basically keep it secure on my own wallet. You can, yeah. Uh, what would be the benefits of keeping my cryptocurrency with you, easy? Oh, you don't have to worry about forgetting your private keys, your secret <laughs> keys, your password. Yeah. You can contact our customer service as well as can verify your identity. Um, yeah, we can, we can help you recover your account. <laughs> All right. So do you also enable transactions? I mean, are more people using, do you foresee more people using cryptocurrencies for transactions? Um, we see more people investing in Bitcoin. Um, for transactions, they mainly use stable coins like USDT. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I would be able to make purchases and, and carry out transactions on your app? Yes, that's right. You can. With all... Okay, so what is the range of cryptocurrencies that I can get my hands on with Easy? So at the moment, um, we have Bitcoin, Litecoin, and Ethereum. So mm-hmm. just uh, three cryptocurrencies that are speculative. And for stable coins, we have USDT. Mm-hmm. So just this for... Um, we, we want to make sure that the tokens that the consumers are investing because we're targeting a lot of uh, first-time uh, cryptocurrency investors. Right. <clears throat> so we want to make sure that this, these are the main tokens that they invest in um, versus any random altcoins, right? Because we're worried that the consumer may not be aware um, of, of what are these altcoins and they start investing in them and then, you know, they may end up with nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And... What are some investable trends when it comes to cryptocurrency, Douglas, that you are bullish on for 2021? Um, I believe this year will be a huge, there will be a huge wave in companies uh, post-pandemic uh, wanting to raise money. And if you, if you notice the 2015 to 2018 um, ICO trend where everyone is raising money based on a piece of paper, right? Vaporware. So they have a PowerPoint deck and then they raise a couple of millions to a few hundred million. Uh, I think that will change uh, in 2021, especially post-COVID, where real companies will be in need of liquidity. They'll be in need of investment um, of cash. So they can go through the token fundraising route. Mm-hmm. So you see more tokens being issued. Yes, but by more companies that have real fundamentals versus uh, PowerPoint deck. Right. Okay, that's important. And what about cryptocurrency? I mean, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, we're even seeing, you know, the meme coins like Dogecoin take off. What do you think about what you're bullish on for 2021 when it comes to the currency? <laughs> I think uh, Ethereum will definitely um, go on further, especially with their, you know, cancelling of their uh, um, gas, gas fees, you know, trying to solve their problem with the gas fees. Um because it's very expensive to transfer right now uh, every time you do that. So I think Ether will definitely uh, grow, um, you know, past July. And then for, for Bitcoin, I think my view is that uh, it will definitely uh, grow further. A lot of uh, institutions are coming in as well. So we're, we're probably looking at uh, Bitcoin shooting past maybe 87k. Um, yeah, but all these are my personal opinions. Yeah, of course, of course, yes. <laughs> um, help us understand the recent news of the cancellation of Ethereum and how the increase or decrease of Ethereum supply on exchanges could see fluctuations in its price. Oh, so with that, there will be definitely be rising prices as the demand for the uh, Ether will increase. 
So the, because the change solved the biggest problem of, um, uh, like like just now you were asking me what are the fees, right? So yep. right now on Ethereum, when you make a transfer, mm-hmm. there is totally no way to, to say, okay, this will be the fee. Um, because it will just be a guesstimate. So there's a lot of websites out there um, that help you to estimate what's the current gas fee. You know, so mm-hmm. with um, Ethereum 2.0 in July or August, uh, it looks like it will make the network more efficient and make the um, guessing game obsolete. Okay. Where, where, where is Ethereum's demand coming from, in your opinion? So I think in the, in the early days, um, Ethereum was trying to position itself as a developer-friendly um, protocol for, for people to launch their tokens. So I think that was the first wave. Yeah. And then subsequently, you know, you see a lot of people fundraising uh, using, the, using the ICOs as the second wave. And during that time, there are a few, uh, I would say, online um, scams. Um, and the most popular one being Exit Scam. So I'm not sure if you're familiar with that. No. Um, there's multiple mm. versions. Mm-hmm. So FOMO, Exit Scam, basically they're upfront. They literally tell you this is a scam. Mm-hmm. Put your ether into my scam. And if you're the last person that did it, you'll, gain, you'll get access to the whole pool. That is so bizarre. <laughs> they say put your money in my scam? Yes, exactly. <laughs> so so that, that was the first oh wave, gosh. right? And then the second wave, you know, you see a lot of um, DeFi, uh, decentralized exchanges, uh, and then most recently, you see a lot of uh, DeFi um, protocols like Uniswap, uh, Sushi, right? And then after that, um, it escalates up to the most recent NFT. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that it shows no signs of weakening and just more and more users are going to join, um, you know, the demand for Ether because they're hoping to participate in the non-fungible token craze? Yes, I think Ether has proven itself to be somewhat of a defensible protocol where people keep developing interesting new ideas on it. So definitely, uh, and with NFT, you know, it's very it's very good for the art uh, art industry since it represents a forever right. Um, yeah, and I think that will grow as well. All right. And coming back to that very interesting point that you brought up on exit scams, I suppose you'll be looking through dubious ICOs as you decide which coins to offer on your your site? Yes, definitely. So you'll go through a whole process of the uh, legal opinion, the KYC onboarding, trying to see who are the directors, trying to see what is the company behind this, what's the fundamentals, and if there is a sound uh, P&L, sound balance sheet, making sure they don't run away. So all this um, self-governance stuff uh, we, we will definitely impose, which is why we are so stringent with the coins that we're listing on, on Easy right now. Makes a lot of sense. Douglas Gunn is founder, chairman and CEO of Easy, spelt E-Z-S-Y, in case you want to look them up on the App Store. Uh, so I understand I can give someone their very first Bitcoin through Easy. Yeah, you can get $3 worth of Bitcoin through Easy. That's right. Okay, yeah, because that was my next question. Do I have to give them a whole coin, uh, you know, or can I buy a fractional amount? So I put in the amount of money that I want to give it and it will convert uh, so I can give a fractional amount of Bitcoin, basically. Yes, you can. And we have gift cards selling on our website as well. So basically, do they get the gift card or do they actually get a little bit of a coin which they can then transfer out? Yeah, they can get a little bit of coin, 0.00 something. <laughs> <laughs> I can even buy $3 worth, really? Yes, you can. So on the app, we allow minimum $1. Ah, okay, that Just is interesting. Yeah. I, th- I think, you know, we might be seeing Bitcoin Ang Pao's become a craze as well, for all you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So over Chinese New Year, we have a couple of uh, people actually buying Bitcoin Ang Pao's from us. Oh, really? 
Yeah. Ah, why am I not surprised? Now, speaking of small buyers to big buyers, do you? Why are we seeing institutions? Do you think soak up Bitcoin supply like PayPal and Square? Oh right. So if you look at um, Square, for example, right, or, or even Tesla, Meitu, and all the other institutions, mm. their balance sheet holds a lot of cash. But cash, as we know, is um, inflationary, right? So it would be very difficult to fight against inflation or to fight against FX hedging since uh, these companies are multinational. Um, but it would be much easier if they were to invest into uh, Bitcoin, although Bitcoin looks like it's volatile. But due to its limited supply, it looks more like digital gold if you look at it from another perspective. So by investing in, in, in Bitcoin, they, for example, for Square, they've already seen uh, almost two and a half times to three X of the value that they have invested. So they have 5% of their balance sheet that they use to invest in um, this uh, Bitcoin has already returned them approximately 15% um, of their total holdings. Wow. Okay. And do you foresee more um, institutions coming on board given this rationale, I guess? Yeah, definitely. I see a lot of CFOs uh, <laughs> participating in the purchase of Bitcoin. Last night, I was speaking to someone who said, okay, he'll start parking 3% of his balance sheet onto Bitcoin as well. Mm. So we're seeing a lot more people participating. All right. And who is the range of people that Easy intends to reach out to? For, for a start, we just want to make sure that people can buy their first Bitcoin easily. Mm-hmm. So we're targeting all the uh, masses, the working class. Okay. And um, but you have a range of people who can onboard, right? Yeah, that's right. So um, easy right now is available for the world, so anyone um, can download, anyone can KYC onboard, and they can start buying their first Bitcoin. Um, but but for now, for now, since we are you know headquartered in Singapore and it's a pandemic anyway, so um, we are targeting a lot of Singaporean working class people to start their first purchase. So they can start with a dollar. So we are seeing trends um, where working class um, people who do not understand blockchain, who do not understand Bitcoin, want to come down for training. So they want to know, they want to find out what, what is this um, you know, blockchain, what is Bitcoin. Mm. And once they do, they start off with their first um, $3 that we give them for free. And once they start you know, seeing some form of uh, return uh, or they start seeing some form of a speculative play, mm. uh, they start investing their first 500 1000 10000 you know. That's so interesting. And, and does it cost? Do the train, does the training have costs? Uh, no, it's totally free. So people can just come down uh, to, to our company and, and learn about Bitcoin or blockchain. Oh, interesting. Right now, mm-hmm. Go right, ahead. Now we stu- right now we have structured it as a hourly session every day because um, many people just came walking through the door and we are, yeah, we structured it to an hour per day. So we put it up on our website. People can just sign up. Okay, well, coming back to the first point you made, you know, after Mount Gox, um, what do you draw from your own experience that you'd like to bring to Easy Wallet in terms of, you know, customer experience of it? Yeah, I think, um, I mean, eight years ago, um, the crypto space, cybersecurity wasn't so mature. Uh, right now, even with cybersecurity maturing, we cannot um, deny that there would be, um, you know, hackers if they really do want to hack your system, right? So the most important thing is to, whole custody of these um, cryptocurrencies, in, in this case Bitcoin, in a safe uh, cold wallet, that's one. And then two, ensuring there's proper processes, proper controls. And then three, ensuring there's insurance, insurance covering the Bitcoin of the customers and ensuring there's enough uh, money in the bank uh, to make sure that, you know, in any event, if, if the Bitcoins uh, were, were, were to be affected, um, you know, at least we have the consumers' uh, funds protected. And what would you say is the competitive differentiating factor between Easy and other crypto wallets out there? Oh, right. So, 
we help our customers to convert between cryptocurrencies and fiat and fiat to crypto. Mm-hmm. We have about um, 10 currencies that we support on fiat and we can transfer straight from bank to bank. And in terms of waiting times for those transactions, is that immediate? Uh, to purchase a crypto, yes, it's immediate. Uh, to convert from crypto to uh, fiat currencies, usually we do a series of checks mm-hmm. uh, to ensure that the customer's account is not hacked, to ensure that it's a legitimate transaction and that they are fully aware that this transaction has happened. Then we will we'll proceed with the withdrawal. So withdrawal is slightly uh, longer, but deposit is uh, almost instant. Okay, so it might take a few days? Uh, no, no, definitely not. Within the day. Oh, within the so, day. Uh, it could be within like 10 minutes to a couple of hours, depending on the transaction value and transition pattern. So we just want to make sure that we are protecting our customers when we handle their withdrawals. Okay, well, you love your candle so far. Is Easy backed by MAS by any chance? No, no, it's not. It's not. We're exempted by MAS, but we're not backed by MAS. All right. Well, thank you so much, Douglas, for joining us and helping us understand what Easy offers consumers. Yeah, thank you so much, Michelle. Good speaking with you. Douglas Gunn is founder, chairman and CEO of Easy, that's spelled E-Z-S-Y, created with crypto and fiat currency in mind. And they hope to make purchases with cryptocurrencies accessible internationally within their app. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.